Bettys. Happy Feminist Wednesday. It's Diana here. Just want to start out this episode by apologizing. I have a really bad cold, so if I cough or sniff or anything, <laughs> it's on its way out, but not quite fast enough. But the good news is that I have the Phoebe Buffet sexy voice, kind of, so we're just going to roll with it. Today, I'm bringing you my review of Rocket Man, which is, of course, the Elton John biopic starring Taron Egerton. I saw Rocket Man at the Alamo Draft House, which is my favorite theater here in the city, the night before my birthday. So needless to say, I was definitely in the mood to be entertained and let a jukebox musical about a flamboyant and bitchy musician wash over me like a cool wave on a hot summer day. And I wasn't disappointed, at least not initially. The opening line of Rocket Man is delivered by Elton John, played by Taron Egerton, and sets the tone for the next two hours of spontaneous singing, over-the-top performances, drug overdoses, and emotionally charged confrontations. Dressed in an orange sequin devil costume, and even that description doesn't do the ornateness of the actual outfit any justice, Elton sits in an AA circle, slumped in a chair and completely defeated. Staring at the floor ahead, he introduces himself to the group as an alcoholic and cocaine addict with ma anger management issues, amongst a whole host of other problems. Rocket Man isn't here to do anything new, but rather fits squarely and effortlessly into the pantheon of jukebox musicals and biopics Hollywood has been churning out for decades. But what the film does do effectively is to take inspiration from the best aspects of those movies and create a quirky and surreal story worthy of Elton's exuberant life. The movie has the fantastical and gorgeous choreographed scenes like Across the Universe and the gritty elements of Almost Famous. His relationship to his lyricist Bernie reminded me of how June Carter and Johnny Cash's relationship was portrayed in Walk the Line. The musician struggling to navigate the demands of fame and the demons of addiction while his artistic partner constantly encourages him to seek help and heal. And similar to Across the Universe, the music in Rocket Man absolutely shines through and takes center stage in unpredictable and really thoughtful ways. For example, The Bitch is Back is the first song to play sung by Elton as a kid as we enter into his childhood. Rocket Man happens as Elton sits at the bottom of a swimming pool after he makes a very public suicide attempt, and it just reminded me so much of the way Julie Taymor carefully and creatively integrated the Beatles into the story of a young man and his friends trying to navigate life in New York City during the Vietnam War. The funny thing about Rocket Man for me is that I'm not and never have been a huge fan of Elton John's music. However, nearly all of my favorite scenes from the film came from moments where the music played front and center. Crocodile Rock, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, and Benny and the Jets were so powerful in the way the music was unconventionally utilized to create moments of his life that otherwise completely unrelated to their themes. My favorite scene in Rocket Man is when Bernie and Elton are staying at Elton's mom's house, writing songs and trying to build out a set list for what will ultimately become Elton's first solo performance as a headliner. Sitting at the breakfast table draped in early morning sunshine, Bernie hands Elton the lyrics for your song. Without hesitation, as if pulled by an imaginary thread, Elton walks across the room and sits at the piano. He starts to play the familiar notes and sing the lyrics as Bernie looks on, amazed. Betty, it was so warm, romantic, and iconic that my heart nearly burst out of my chest. Amazing. Having said all this, there are definitely many things to dislike about this movie. 
Although I was so buoyed up by the whole sequined affair that my criticisms only started to come into the surface after I watched it. Let me start out by saying Taron Egerton's performance is on a completely different level. He's an absolute superstar and does an incredible job of finding the human and intimate side of the icon and letting it come to the forefront and manifest in a really beautiful way. However, Elton is portrayed as a tortured artist who has to just keep putting on a new pair of glitzy sunglasses and plastering a smile on his face to give the masses of screaming fans what they've paid to see. My critique here is with the writing. In showing him as the suffering superstar, it actually glossed over how funny and charming Elton John actually is. In interviews, he's quite funny, and we never really get to see that side of him in the movie, which I think is a miss from a scriptwriting perspective. Taron Egerton did all of his own singing for this movie, which is a feat in and of itself. The only scene where I didn't believe his performance was during Tiny Dancer, which he sings at a party after his first solo performance in L.A. It made me feel like I was watching someone playing Elton John rather than the real thing. With all of the love, because I cannot overstate how incredible Taron is in this movie. My criticism is minimal. Last but certainly not least, as it is probably the primary thing that will hold this movie back. <coughs> Rocketman does a non-committal and surface-level job of showing Elton's sexuality, particularly around his coming out. Hollywood, audiences are craving diverse and authentic storylines. While Rocketman does show Elton coming out to his mom and struggling to navigate being a gay man with a largely in a largely homophobic industry, I think it failed to give that journey the space it truly deserves. If you're going to tell the stories about the LGBTQIA community during Pride Month, do so in a way that doesn't make sexuality and sexual identity feel like an afterthought or footnote to the plot. I don't think it should be a long, long time before we see that on the big screen. That's my take, Bettys. If you agree, if you disagree, definitely drop me a line. You can follow us at Beaver Talk on Instagram. Slide into those DMs. Let me know what you think. Um, and I just have to give a huge shout out to Reese Witherspoon. Um, I'm addicted to Big Little Lies. Aaron and I are watching it every week. And uh, we're two episodes into season two. And I just, I can't believe how incredible Meryl and... Laura Dern and Nicole Kidman and Shailene Woodley and Zoe Kravitz all are. It's an absolute joy to watch. Also, Bettys, if you're watching Handmaid's Tale, um, you know, we're a few episodes into season three, I guess it would be now. Um, but I'm watching every moment of that, too. So if you're catch if you're keeping up with all of this, uh, let me know. Would love to hear from you. Happy Feminist Wednesday. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!